You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Let's read the scripture that will guide us. Proverbs 10, 22. Amen. Proverbs 10, 22. The Bible says, let's read together. The blessing of the Lord. It makes rich. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. Let's read it one more time, loud and clear. One more time. Glory to God. The blessing of the Lord. It makes rich. It adds no sorrow. Wow. I want to explain something from the scripture. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. It's a story. There are two stories. I will share the second one uh, next service or second service. That's two stories that illustrate this point very well. The blessing. There is something called the blessing of the Lord. And the Bible says it makes rich. It empowers to prosper. And it eliminates sorrow. Hmm. Let's read First Chronicles 4. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. There's a story. You know, the Bible is, if you start from verse 1, you just see Chronicles of names. But then in verse 9, the Bible, uh, for some reason, decided to pause and focus on a young man. So the guy that was writing, so he was writing about every other person. When he got to this guy, he stopped for a while. And the Bible says, And Jabez was more honorable than all his brethren. That is the end of his story. But then, there is a column in between. The Bible says, And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. At times, people find themselves in situations that they are not responsible for. Glory to God. We come next verse, verse 10. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. If your Bible is yours and it's not on your phone, you can underline that will bless me indeed. And enlarge my course, and that thy hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. That latter part, the end of his prayer, and the Bible says that, and God granted him that which he requested. He said, keep me from evil, that it might not grieve me. That is equal to saying that, let's no sorrow be part of my life. And the Bible says, Jabez was more honorable. He was unique because something happened to Jabez. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At times, so you can have your seat. God bless you. Thank you for standing for a while. Praise the Lord. The blessing of the Lord, he makes rich. It adds no sorrow. So, a woman conceived. We are not very certain about what exactly happened to the mother that made her to transfer this curse in quotes, this curse in quotes, to the boy. But she had a son. 
And the Bible says she called the name Jabez, which means a causer or somebody that causes sorrow or somebody that brings sorrow or somebody that reminds you of a sorrowful experience. So she called the name of that boy. Now, you, you must understand the foundation or you must understand the Bible from the Bible days. Nowadays, people name children and those names don't bring up um, the children don't show the expressions of those names. So people give out names now just for the fun of it. So we are doing naming ceremony and they cook rice and then Amala. And then they say the name is Oluafemi, Olushola. And then they just say that. But see, in, in the days of the Bible, your name could tell everything about you. So when the angel, when Jacob said to the angel, bless me, the angel said, what is your name? When God spoke to, uh, that Genesis 33, when God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 17, he said, for the promise that you will be a father of the nation to come to pass, your name has to be adjusted from Abraham to Abraham. When God met Paul, he turned it from Saul of Tarsus to Paul. When Jesus saw John and he saw Peter, Peter was the was called Simon. Simon means an unstable person, a reed shaking by the wind. Jesus said, you are not Simon again. Simon means an unstable person. He said that that is being tossed to and fro by every wind. He called him Cephas, which means the rock. So God is in the business of changing people's identity by touching their name. Now, we are not saying that change your name from... Uh, if I gave me to whatever. People try to do that. It's okay, but that's not... <laughs> Amen. It's a, it, Old Testament was shadow. In New Testament, it's more than that. It's a spiritual thing. But let's go back. We, we come to all that. Are you, are you with me? So many names will change. You already have a new name in Christ. So it's not about changing your name from Wale to Paul. So feel spiritual. That doesn't add anything to you spiritually anyway. But then, we will go to names later. But I'm just saying. So Jabez, if he appeared anywhere, he must cause sorrow. Because that was the name the mom gave to the guy. When Noah's father gave back to Noah, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 5, he called his name Noah, saying, this one will rescue us from the earth that the Lord has caused. It's not interesting that about 530 years later, it was the same guy that helped everybody to survive the flood and pioneered a new generation. So they said to uh, Mary, you shall give back to a boy. His name shall be called Jesus. So God never joked with names in Old Testament. Are, are you following what I'm saying? And then, so God's covenant people, the Israel also, they gave names based on the spiritual experience that they were having when the child was being born. Hallelujah. So, even the Egyptian woman saw Moses as he was crying in the water. She gave him the name Moses. Said, Bible says she called her name. The daughter of Pharaoh called. When he saw the baby, said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. And he said, I call you Moses. said, because I brought him out of water. 120 years later or thereabout, the guy was stretching his rod over water and water was parting. Names are so in Old Testament, they understood this very well. So the mother gave birth to a boy. 
We don't know exactly what happened to her that she caused sorrow, that so much weighed on her that made her to look at the boy and to say, your name is Jabez. Now, if we were there, no testament. As far as that young man was concerned, his fate was sealed. Guaranteed to live a sorrowful life until something. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Supposed to be a brief exhortation this morning because I just want to pray for everybody. So one day, Jabez got to a point. He couldn't cope with the situation anymore. And one day, he got up in anger. And he began to pray. I don't know, maybe Jabez read Proverbs. But Proverbs was later then. But then, let's, something made the guy to tell himself, that all I need, and this is where I want to call your attention to something, which I will elaborate more on second service by using the story of Reuben, his father Jacob, and the spiritual man of God of their time, Moses. In our generation, when people find this scenario in their lives, the mistake they try to do is to remove the cause from their lives. Mistake. So they begin to battle ancestral causes. And all the things going on. You're already doing it the wrong way. This is what I want to say, and I will amplify more second service. God does not have time to remove sorrow by attacking the sorrow. God is too big for that. There is something that God does that handles sorrow. <laughs> Are you following me? That's why the Bible said, the blessing of the Lord. Where we read he makes rich and it eliminates sorrow. When a man comes to God and he says, I'm under a curse, ancestral curses, family curse, this one is happening. God will not say, All you curses, oh, you're out of his life. God does just one thing He blesses you. When the blessing lands on you, it's like when you put on light, darkness will go. You don't need to address darkness. Are you following me? So the blessing of the Lord. He makes rich. So Jabez probably, for many years, we don't know the, his age at this moment, but he was an adult. We don't know for some years, Jabez was probably fasting and praying, Lord, take away this curse. Lord, take away. Then one day, Jabez realized, by revelation, the proper way to pray, that don't talk about the curse, addressing it too often. You need something, Jabez. Your mom called you sorrow, yes, and that has defined the boundaries of your life. But what you need is the blessing. I don't know the book Jabez wrote or who preached to Jabez that made him to discover. All of a sudden, his prayer point changed. And he said, the first thing he said, he said, Oh God, oh that thou bless me indeed. He recognized that leave this sorrow. There is something that has to be introduced into my life. He said, bless me indeed. When you do, he said, then we... That will lead to enlargement of my course. Then he said it will lead to this sorrow not grieving me. The blessing. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord. See, the blessing is an empowerment to prosper. The Bible says it makes rich. When it's in your life, it causes things to work for you. 
And nobody can function effectively without the blessing. They come from different sources and they have different abilities. But the most important one is the one I want to share with you. It's important that your parents, they bless you. It's important that everybody that occupies the place of authority in your life, they bless you. Yes, those words of blessing spoken over you are not just empty words. But the most important of it, I want to show you something in Numbers chapter 6, verse 23. Numbers chapter 6. I want you to see something there. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, glory to God. See, this is the reason. This we're about to read. Speak to Aaron and to his son, saying, On this wise you shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. This is interesting. That God specifically instructed Moses. He said, Aaron is the high priest. Call him. I am the almighty God. I parted the sea for you. You know, the Israelites were seeing the cloud of fire by night and the pillar of cloud. They, they were seeing all those wonderful things. But God still told Moses that, in the midst of that, I need you to instruct Aaron that this is how he should bless the people. I have brought them out of Egypt. I'm watching over them every day. I have blessed Israel already. But there is still need for a man's voice speaking the blessing over their life. Are you following me? So God said, this is how you bless them on this wise, saying unto them, the Lord bless thee. Ah, you should say amen to this. And keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Wow. He said, they, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. This is heavy. So, God's name can be put upon a man. And God taught Aaron how to do it. That when a priest stands and he says, the Lord bless you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord, he said, when you do that, you put my name. That means you put my presence on them. And that presence will guarantee the blessing anyway. Say, so I will bless them. Look at the pattern. May the Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you. He told Aaron that when you want to pray for people, don't bind and lose. Don't ask forces disturbing them. You just said this to them. When this is said, what will happen? Psalm 44 verse 3. I want to show you something. And then we go on. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Shout the word, the blessing. blessing. Say it again. Hallelujah. The Bible says, For they got not the land in possession by their sword. Tell your neighbor, your sword is not needed. We talks about your sweat. See, they got not land by, neither did their own arm save them. Tell your neighbor, it's not by your strength. Oh, there are people who are laboring, but there are people who are riding on the wings of grace. Are you following me? It is not by power. It is not by might. It is not by acrobatics. Are you following me? Look at this. He said, they got, said But thy right hand, thy arm, and what? You see why he said Aaron should say that? May the light. He said, May the Lord shine his light on you. The Bible said they got the land. The land represents the land of their possession. Which level are you trying to break into? Which realm are you trying to walk into? The Bible says, It will not be by your sword, it will not be by your arm. 
there is what is called the hand of God and the light of his countenance. And that light of the countenance is shining on you when there is a priest saying, blessing you. Amen. Did you get that? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, this is the only way we conquer. So Aaron got it. God told Moses, tell Aaron, he must do it. So that the people can have the presence of God over them. Once you are born again, the presence of God lives in you. But we are talking about something on you. It is what I explain because the righteousness every Christian has is the same. But how come we don't have the same results? What is on people is not the same. And honestly, what is on you controls what is around you. Pastor uh, uh, Chris Aguilar was sharing this, and one iPad, Grace, whatever guy was arguing with it. You look at the guy, he cannot even put 10 people together, and he's still dumb, he's still dumb enough not to understand that when people talk, you listen. Pride is terrible. You are small, you are arrogant. You even say, they say, I'm proud, but I'm, I'm, I know I'm poor, but I'm proud. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. In our generation, there are too many. I mean, I saw a young lady the other day. She came on Facebook to be abusing her mom, and she's a Nigerian. Social media will wreck some people. It will just destroy their lives. Because the things are open to anybody can just say anything. They love sowing and reaping oaths. If you insult your parent, whether in jet age or stone age, you are going down. No matter who is telling you, it does not matter. You are in trouble. The people read the Bible, they are blind as they are reading. Old Testament is where Apostle Paul talked about honor your parents. And he said, he instructed them in the New Testament to do it. And he said, this is the first commandment. It means that be wise. The commandment is not totally done with. We cannot, I don't want to go into theology this morning. But an apostle, when Apostle Paul is talking about giving to minister, he said, as the law, he said, as the scripture says, thou shalt not muzzle the horse that tillet the ground. Paul quoting the Old Testament and using it to, as a valid tool for establishing something in the New Testament. And these filthy dreamers on Facebook making noise every now and then who don't know anything. Just come and say, start talking. I think uh, I totally agree with Pastor Bonju. That thank God that there were no Facebook in those days. Men will sweat, pray. To be known, you will have to be shown forth by the Spirit of God. Now, social media is giving people a force. Somebody that has never won one soul before will come on Facebook and be teaching theology. He has just read someone's book, so it comes out. And usually it's one direction. You cannot be wrong. There's nothing to call sin. <laughs> I think they should call them and give them But sit down, sit down and read the word. After five or six, the other day we realize that there's just nonsense they are saying. It's just nonsense. The deeper you are, the more humble you become. The more you know, the more you know that you don't know. It is true. Hallelujah. <laughs> when you hear somebody like Paul saying at the end of his ministry that, I know the Lord is telling you this. There is a reason for it. He wrote something. He said they came directly from He wrote something. He said, I am the one saying it or not God. It is wisdom. Praise the Lord. Anyway, <laughs> they are not here, so <laughs> let's not spend. But sometimes they watch me. So a few times, you throw some lines just to help a few of them. So that is a, a free benefit of watching us. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? <laughs> Amen. So, he told them this. Why? The first man God created, the first thing God did to man, when he introduced man to the face of the earth, 
The first thing he did was to bless man. Genesis 1, 27 and 28. Can we read? I want to show you something. I will close now. My time is showing you six minutes more. But I want this whole house to get here because every one of you, you are leaving this auditorium this morning with something on you. And it will, you will see it manifesting everywhere you turn. In the name of Jesus Christ, you walk in grace. You walk in prosperity. In the name of Jesus. If this does not happen to Christians, get ready for frustration. Especially in these last days. When the Bible said the rod of wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. With all that is going on in Nigeria. If you have made up your mind not to be corrupt, not to talk what does not belong to you, how dare you survive except you know another law? Nigeria itself can make you commit sin. Except to stand by something that is beyond what is obtainable around here. I lost my ID card when I was in UI. For doing something right here, you will suffer. Just to get driver's license, you are going to... That's why people will start using long leg. And Nigerians like it. Somebody, all of you are on the queue for five hours. At, at times, I will know somebody inside, but I will choose to be on the queue. Somebody comes in, they, they feel very arrogant about it with his phone in his hand. And then two minutes, somebody comes out truly, and then... One day, I was coming from New York, and we got to the airport, and you know, the customs were coming in to locate people in the plane who would give them 2,000. Two the queue was as long as the queue of eternity. And they were taking people to the front who gave them money. Until I love what everybody in the plane did that day, until everybody erupted in protest. Uh -uh. They were going to the place inside the side to bring people. About three planes landed together. So, about 600 people on the key. You will take people to the front. Somebody, number 500, take them because of 2,000. So, you know, when you see things like that, it, it tempts people to want to do. But I said, there is something. I saw that at the uh, 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 driver's license office that day, the one no Jodu, and I was just looking. So, it was. Around two, I got there too by 2 30. When I saw there were people inside, now there were people outside. I was one of the crowd, out, part of the crowd outside. So I said, uh, <laughs> In after about 30, I just got up and I, want, I saw a man coming. It looked like a girl, but I didn't know it. I just wanted to ask Gara, sorry. We wrote three lists. My name is on the third list. I just want to know, sir. Will it get to my turn today or I should come? I don't want to sit down till four to now be told that you'll see the rest of you come back tomorrow. If it's tomorrow, let me know now. So I will go home, eat my lunch, and come back tomorrow. When I told the guy that, it sounded funny to him. Then he said, follow me. I did not know that that was the overall bus. And he took me to capturing room. And he said, everybody, this is my friend. Take his picture and please respond to him now. So I was looking. All the people in capturing room, they were just working on license sent to them by a gas or people who never came for the, to kill. So all those people outside, they were just wasting their time. The people they were attending to were not there at all. Somebody will walk in and will bring papers of 30 people attend to this one now. Whether you go to passport office, it's the same thing. Once the government asks you to kill or to go and get something, you are in trouble. Voters can't, whatever you have to get as some national stuff, get ready for problem. And you wonder that can't we automate, can't we make this can't people just apply online and get? We, it can be done until we, have a, until we are serious enough to do this. Why should it be a problem? People are going to Abel to get international passports. Yes. 
because they sell for a long time passport, they pay no paper in Lagos or whatever. You know, this thing, they, they, they will just pay you. But then we've learned to co cope with it. Hallelujah. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. You know, I feel for a lot of people in the country. If you tell Lord joining, kill deliberately. So I will say that I'll be looking at people's faces. You can see despair. One day I started praying and I started crying that, Lord, Nigerians deserve to be happy. For how long shall this be? Personally, I'm joining fasting and praying for Nigeria. And I'm like, Lord, for how long will this Is this the only nation? Now they've told us again that whether you are no drug box again. So everybody, we have to go through interview again. And when Lord died doing interview for America, now we have to go back and start doing interview again. Because no drug box. Where are they? It's almost visa-free for Ghanaians. And they are not even traveling. Because when your country is okay, you don't run away. They are binding us on every side. Very soon, also Canada will do the same thing. Because our people are going there. I was at one of their parliamentary meetings. They discussed Nigeria there. Because it's becoming an issue. What is going on? What is going on? The blessing. Even if you stand listening to me. And you want to go in to make a difference. You stand no chance without the blessing. You can't even get there. They will make sure before you come in, you saw your name, and then you cannot bring about a change anymore. But when the blessing is on you, there is no carcass. So the Bible says God created man in his image. In the image of God created, in male and female created them. Look at the next verse. And God, can you imagine, sir? You would have thought, since God created man, the blessing should be there automatically. As soon as God put man on that, he looked at man again, stepped back after creating man. He said, you can't function here until something is introduced in your life. The Bible says God blessed him and he said, the blessing is always spoken out. He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue, and have dominion. You know, that's Genesis 1. Remember, God got angry in Genesis 6 and he destroyed the earth. So Noah started a new race. As soon as Noah came out of the ark and he stepped to the ark again, Genesis chapter 9, look at it again. It will let you understand the importance of this thing I'm talking about. So, Adam's race ended, but Noah actually preserved the race. So, he was in the boat or in the, in the ship for many days, many months. As soon as so the whole earth was flooded, there was no ground anywhere. He sent a board and the board came back and said, nowhere to perch. As soon as the water dried and the earth showed the face again, look at what God did to Noah. And God blessed Noah and his son and said, the same thing he said to Adam, that Noah, you are coming out of the ship now. You are stepping into this earth again. This earth does not respond to a man that is not blessed. Did you hear that? After Noah, the world, all world corrupted themselves again. When he got to Abraham, Genesis 12, the Bible said the same thing. God bless Abraham and he said, anyone you bless is blessed. Why? When Jacob wanted to travel out of the house, having stolen his blessing, the father called him again and blessed him. And that was the first time he had a dream. He saw a vision. His eyes were open. God never had conversation with Jacob until this father blessed him and released him. As he was going, he passed the night and he saw a ladder touching heaven and he saw Jesus Christ on top of the ladder. His spiritual eyes were open. The blessing. I have come today to speak to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me stop here. The purpose, teaching we shall do. But the main, main purpose for today's service is to, the Lord just told me that bless the people. Bless the people. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Lift up your hand on your seat and if you want to stand, stand. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life. I have not come to attack causes. No. I have come to speak the blessing over your life. And every sorrow will evaporate. Except the word of God is not true. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. It adds no sorrow. So regardless of, don't focus on whatever negative is going on in your life right now. Focus on the word of God, the power of the blessing. So in the name of Jesus, by the order of Melchizedek, a superior priesthood, so the priesthood of Aaron, where I belong, so Jesus Christ our Lord. So I stand today, obeying and doing the word and speaking over your life. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord give you peace. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. I name on you the name of the Lord. May his anointing and his blessing be upon your life. Let the earth recognize this in your life. Let the earth recognize your voice. Let the heavens obey your voice. In the name of Jesus Christ. Henceforth, any ground you stand, because you are the blessed of the Lord, we yield a blessing to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, no more dryness. I speak expansion, promotion, increase in Jesus' name. All gates are flung open before you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are the blessed of the Lord. His countenance is shining on you. His light is shining on you. His peace is in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Just worship Him where you are. Reuben was caused by his father. Moses did not talk about it. He just blessed Reuben. And immediately his life changed. It does not matter who has said anything against you or anything. Today, it's a new day and the end has come. Oh, glory to your name. Any Anguen area, anything standing on your way is down right now. Because you are the blessed of the Lord. Because you are the blessed of the Lord. Because you are the blessed of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Worship him. Give him praise. Something has happened. Just give him praise. We, we don't need to spend more time on this. The word of God is real. The word of God is powerful. I see all kinds of limitations being taken away. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. 
Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.